Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Everyone, welcome into the Dublin Denver podcast on the Mile High Report podcast network. Michael McQueen, Colin Cronin, Stuart Roach, uh, all recovering after a, a, a barren St. Patrick's Day. Um, Colin, did you have a good time, my friend? I Actually, did. hold on, hold on. We, we, we recorded the day after, didn't we? We did. Yes. This <laughs> so, oh. tells us the kind of uh, St. Patrick's Day that uh, <laughs> you, you had the, the Balby Hall enjoyed himself on on St. Patrick's Day, and the the weeks or the days since then have uh, have been good. There's actually a sense of um, spring in the the air uh, as we move uh, towards the the end of March. The thing is, like. I feel, and th- thank you for that comment, and yes, folks, I had a very rugby St. Patrick's Day and the day after. Love that podcast on Saturday morning. That was a perfect thing to wake me up. Stuart, I- I've been waiting for the second wave now of free agency for a long time, my friend. I feel like I've been standing in Bindorn and I'm you know, clasping the hands together, waiting for the wave to come, and it's not coming. And uh, has anything happened since we last spoke, you know, in terms of you know material moves? We signed Riley Dixon back. Um all I've got, Mick. Sorry. Um, <laughs> hey, you know what? I mean, I look. Riley Dixon was a peculiar one because he didn't exactly do as well as 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 we'd hoped when he was here first. Then he went on to have a pretty good career with the Giants. Had a bit of a down year last year, but he's still um, significantly better than than Waitman um, on pretty much any metric you'd like to measure a punter. Um, like it's it's shocking for a punter to be 
you know, ranked anything, you know, 27, 28 is waving miles pretty much in every category. Um, for a guy who punts half his games at altitude, that's, I mean, you, 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 it's beggar's belief that Waitman was so bad last year. Um, Dixon is not Ray Guy. He's not going to the Hall of Fame, but he's not bad. Um, he's got a big, big leg on him um, and he is an improvement. So I think he's in, an, in another in a line of players who may not have exactly set the pulses raising, but has helped us improve as a team. Um, and hopefully that's the last we'll ever really have to talk about a punter. Um, because I, if he's middle of the road, that's absolutely fine by me from now on because most of the punters we've had, apart from Sam Martin, have been terrible. It seems like every year. Uh, but yeah, so we're, we're at the, let's talk about the uh, free agent signing of the punter uh, stage of the off-season, Mick. Um, so yeah, no, that's, that's about all I've got. Sorry. <laughs> it sounds like there was almost a couple of moves for Jerry Judy. Um, if the rumours were to be believed, but then that seems to be the most sort of concrete um, uh, or the potentially concrete news in the, in the, co- in the coming days. Uh, but the Broncos haven't really been linked to anyone. The safety I wanted them to sign from the Eagles uh, and, and annoyingly went to the Lions on a, not a particularly expensive deal and just for one year as well. So I thought we missed the boat with that one. Um, but no, it seems like the second wave has kind of passed us by a little bit. Though we did want more action in the first wave, Mick, you and I, when when we spoke here a few weeks ago, we got it, and now we can't really complain. So there you go. I think for us, so we want a wee bit more action because the draft's going to be a bit more, like <laughs> meh for us at the minute. Um, let's talk about Judy in a minute, and we will probably base this podcast around this whole sort of viewpoint. We're recording this on a Wednesday. It is six oh seven p.m. on the Emerald Dial, which makes me believe that it is. 12 p.m. in Denver currently. So if anything does happen by the time you've listened to this, imagine that it hasn't happened and imagine that you're about to hear our reaction to this. Uh, however, what we'll talk about very very quickly is, Colin, I seen a tweet today that made me spit my tea out and laugh, my friend. And it was from Ian Rappaport at 3 p.m. this afternoon saying that Russell Wilson had a aroscopic surge I can't pronounce that on his right knee following the season a procedure to fix an issue that nagged him for a few seasons he is back and working out and throwing after the minor scope and he should be fine for OTS uh, he'll be at full health for 2023 the the no excuse squad has reached a new level now it was just a weird tweet to send out this morning that's all I'm going to say who sends him that do you reckon um I, well, I can tell you that HIPAA rules would mean that it certainly wasn't the doctors who sent, who performed the surgery, who sent them that. Um, interesting, because um, if an injury is bothering you, you have to list it. Um, and um, don't don't remember that being listed last year. But look, it's cleared up. It's great. Russ has had the rest he needs. I think last year, you know, there were d- different because stuff wasn't listed on the injury report, but you'd hear these stuff that Russ was maybe his shoulder was bothering him and then his quads were bothering him at, at one point. But it was all kind of stuff that was out there in the ether. It was never listed on injury reports. So tough to know, but let, let's hope that Russ is back because Russ is getting big money. They've spent big in free agency. They've got an offensive-minded, gifted head coach in place. This needs to be the Russell Wilson redemption tour. That's what he should be uh, looking at this as. And uh, just want to see him do it on, on the field. And uh, if he if he does that, if he gets at least double-digit wins, I think then he can start rolling out the catchphrases again. 
Yeah, uh, Stuart, all I can really do is add to that and see, you know, say what Colin said there, let, let's see it on the field now, you know, this is a lad that was doing what high knees. I'm looking forward to seeing an improved performance in the field and we know with Sean Payton that the excuses are out the window now. Um, this is it, stand deliver. I saw it as well um, a couple of days ago, Michael, that Peter King um, wrote an interesting article in, about, you know, intriguing uh, free agent pickups and he had Stidham listed as one of them. Um, and his argument was that, you know, this was a guy that was not just being brought in to sort of ride the bench for the next three or four years. And, it, you know, it means if Wilson has a season like the one he's just had, then, you know, it, it is conceivable that Sean Payton could bench him. Um, at least now he has an option that can win him games. Um, I, you know, I thought that was interesting. The, the, the kind of worrying thing for me was I, I was checking earlier on on Twitter and news came up saying superstar QB has off-season knee surgery. And at no stage did I think they were referring to Russell Wilson because he just doesn't register as a superstar QB for me anymore, given the way he's played recently. Um, maybe this will be the thing that helps him get over the the, the, the hump. But um, yeah, look, it just kind of ties into there's there's not there's not going to be as many excuses for Russell Wilson next year as as as, as you just alluded to, Mick. There's you know he's an offensive-minded coach who has been very successful in this league. He's got a vastly improved offensive line. So, you know, this is, as we've said for a while now, but this is a make or break season for us, Wilson, because we were always going to have to stick by Wilson for this upcoming season, but it's not inconceivable that we could decide to just cut bait the year after. So this is, you know, there's an awful lot on the line for Wilson this year. Um, and I think that's probably going to be an intriguing uh, sort of uh, storyline going into it. So because there's no guarantee that he is going to be able to bounce back because of his age. Um, and, and an awful lot of the time when quarterbacks start to decline, it, it, it's very rare for them to arrest that slide. So, you know, it's, it's worth keeping a very close eye on, um, much more so than the, you know, the punter signing. Um, so it's, at least that's something to get interested by in the next couple of months. Let's um, address the elephant in the room. Obviously, the whole situation around, around wide receivers. On March the 10th, Cortland Sutton sent a lovely tweet that is now infamous in Broncos country. And now today, well, not just today, yesterday as well, at the time of recording, we are expecting, I guess, let's be honest, I guess we're expecting something to happen in regards to um, Jerry Judy, you would presume. Um, you know, there's been talk that the New England Patriots have been interested in him. There's been talk that there have been, you know, different teams interested in him. Um, I guess my question would be to start off with, and Colm, I'd like to just bring this in and shout out someone on the Mile High Report website to put this in. Um, Anon underscore S, who's obviously an anonymous user, said, maybe we should start trading Judy and others for 2026 20, first-round picks. The more first-rounders we have that year, the more chance we have of drafting Arch Manning. Um, interesting comment. A lot of talk about Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland's highest pick is what, like a 42 in the draft? I mean, what's Jerry Judy worth, Colin? If you were to, genuinely, if you were a GM in the league, you were one after him. Is he worth a second rounder based on his production over three years? Albeit, okay, let's take one year away, but is is he worth a second round pick? I would argue he's worth more than, than a second round pick. I'd I mean, given what Jerry Judy has um, had to to work with in in Denver, and 
you know, look, Russell Wilson had his issues last year, uh, numerous, numerous issues. But prior to that, um, you were talking about um, the the Teddy Bridgewater show, and obviously the um, the Drew the Drew Lock era, one in which Drew, Jerry Judy, lest we forget, went on radio and basically told us uh, all of um, you know what he he basically wanted Drew Lock gone. He made that very clear, um, pretty pretty early on. Um, you know, a whole lot was kind of brushed under the the carpet, and people desperately ignoring and not blocking their ears and turning off their radios and pretending that never happened, but it did. Um, so, I mean, he has never shown it. I, I mean, I, I say he's, he's, I think he's worth first just because of what, what else is out there, but equally, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, Michael, I have never seen a player get the hype that Jerry Judy got in the summer after he was drafted. Oh, it was, unbelievable like he would do workout videos on twitter and they would appear on twitter and people would genuinely lose their minds about his footwork his his route running he was going to take the the league by storm um and and obviously none of that happened so the qbs offer some uh some level of of an excuse but justin jefferson has you know a case that he is you know Top three, certainly. So, you know, you could argue Justin Jefferson is the number one wide receiver in, in the league, and he's dealing with Kirk Cousins. It's not like he's got a, a bona fide a superstar QB. But I think it, it depends on on how desperate teams are and what they have. And, and what Judy, I suppose, offers you is cost control, which is huge, especially for somebody like the, the Browns. The Browns are also in win-now mode. Um, uh, because they they're spending so much money on the individual they have playing quarterback, so they have to win. And when you look at, I suppose the the class that that's coming through. I mean, where where would Judy be if you were drafting Judy in this particular draft? I think that's where you have to look at it. That's why I would argue that he's worth the first. But I, I think. The issue is the Broncos are clearly trying to move at least one of the wide receivers on. We talked about it on Saturday. This is going to be, you know, a team that runs the ball a heck of a lot more next year. So where do the three wide receivers kind of fit in? I think that's what this is really all about. And there probably hasn't been the market for Cortland Sutton that maybe they thought or hoped there would be. Stuart, we've seen our dear friend, uh, Benjamin Albright say on on Twitter in the last twenty four hours that say uh, you know Cleveland is pursuing this trade uh, and going on what ML Football said a few days ago that uh, that New England's looked into it as well. Not much talk from other teams like the the wide receiver market's been a bit quiet so far in in free agency overall. You know at the time of recording we're still waiting to see where DeAndre Hopkins goes. Um, I mean if I'm if <laughs> I don't want to get done on this podcast not be like I, I'm a Broncos fan but. I mean, I, I don't know the cap figures in front of me, like or the hits. I'd prefer DeAndre Hopkins at the minute, depending on what team it was. If it was New England, I think DeAndre Hopkins is a better option for them. Jerry Judy has been on Instagram um, throughout the season. There was one time, I think it was in November, when he was basically saying he wish he could go back to the situation he had before, where he had production. It's you know from looking at certain things he said, it's clear he's not happy. I have to say, some of the comments on his Instagram don't help. 
certainly don't help, but surely we should be looking at a trade option here with Cleveland. Should we be looking at Greg Newsom, for example? I mean, we, we need to get as much out of this as possible because if the if the Judy era is to end with a grand total of, am I right in thinking it's six or seven touchdowns over three years? Not nine touchdowns after after everything. I, I think we should be cashing in here. And I, of course, it's not his fault that he hasn't had. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, a quarterback or a production that he would expect coming into that team, but at the same time, it still hasn't been delivered, you know? There's a couple of things I think, Michael. This, if we were having this conversation this time last year, then absolutely I would have snapped your hand off if you said you could get a second round for Jerry Judy because he hadn't in, in any way, shape, or form lived up to the massive hype as Colin rightly pointed out he had coming into the league. But the, the, the fact is, Jerry Judy turned the corner last year. He was very close to a thousand yards. Um, and for long stretches of the time, he was about the only wide receiver that was doing anything. Um, as we sort of pointed out, Russell Wilson has zero chemistry with Cortland Sutton. He just doesn't seem to look his way. Cortland Sutton's productivity dropped way, way, way down. Um, KJ Hamler is constantly injured. And Tim Patrick is, a, is an outstanding player, but we've no guarantee that he's going to come back to be the same player he was. So, like, I know we are going to run the ball, obviously, and that's been clear about the moves we made on, you know, offensively and free agency. But we do have to throw the ball as well. Um and right now, Jerry Judy is head and shoulders the best wide receiver on this roster. Um, I'd be more sort of keen to get Jerry Judy's fifth-year option taken, uh, you know, uh, sorted out. Maybe even think about giving him a new contract because the one thing is um, the draft is is not a guarantee. Like if you, I, like I know we've been in on Thielen and we've been in on Lazard. Um, but to me, they're both replacements of Cortland Sutton. They're not replacements for for Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy is a different type of player. They're outside receivers, um, which is what Cortland uh, Sutton is. So I I do think that we are desperately trying to get some more draft capital because we do still have quite a few holes to fill on the roster. And I, I think that, to me, it looks like there was, there was clearly a lukewarm market for Cortland Sutton um, probably to do with the fact that he's had that major injury and also to do with the fact that he very much the down year last year um, and I think they've probably looked and seen what are the most sort of saleable assets on the team but I think trading Jerry Judy's a mistake Cortland's or sorry um, the Browns don't have a first rounder this year so I think there was then talk of a second rounder in Newsom and Newsom is a very good player 
But like the second round, like what, what? What? I mean, I know it's a decent draft for wide receivers, but none of them have proven anything in the league yet. Judy has now begun to prove something in the league, and I think, to be fair, uh, Michael, to Judy, who I was not a huge fan of previous to this year, I thought he was very close to being labelled a bust. Now, to be honest, um, he can't throw the ball to himself in the end zone. Um, and I think the, the 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 sort of the lack of touchdown productivity, I think partly has to do with the quarterbacks that he's had, who are sort of a murderer's row of incompetence, let's be honest. Um, and sadly, we have to include Russell Wilson in that. Um, so I think, for me, I, I would absolutely hang on to Jerry Judy, and I would take what I could get for Corbin Sutton. Um, because as I said, there is no guarantee unless they're convinced that there's something that they can they can get in the second round, or if they've got their heart set on Newsom. Um, because the Patriots balks at the for for our friend Albright, um, if he's to be believed, um, you know, and you can choose to do so, whatever. But he's not the only one that's saying it. Apparently, the Broncos have held firm. They want a first round pick for Jerry Judy or a second round pick and a significant player, not just, you know, a special teams ace. They want somebody who's going to contribute, who's going to be a starter. So that's the asking price. So if they don't get that, and it doesn't look like they are going to get that, then I would personally move on and I would take what I could get for Corbin Sutton. Tom, is there anybody on that, on that, on that Browns roster you take? And it doesn't have to be unrealistic. Um, I'd love Miles Garrett, but that's that's not going to happen. Is is there anybody that you that you can look at and think, well, if we got a high second rounder, and then him, I can live with that outside of having to then look at Courtland. I'd nearly prefer that if the the Browns were willing to give up a, a future first rounder. So it doesn't have, to me, it doesn't have to be this year. Like I would be okay with a first rounder in. Um, you know, t- 2024, because all of a sudden we would have two first rounders. And I that wonder what their you... draft is, you know, just with, with Deshaun. I'm just wondering what their picks are oh, like they, in 2024. They, yeah, they, they had to give up three, didn't they? So that would be they last, got a second. last they've year. Got, they've got Frigg all in 2024. Yeah, uh, they've, they've nothing in 2024 either. And yeah, to 2025 is too far, despite the, con- like the, the Arch Manning stuff is fascinating to me. The kid is yet to throw a ball in college. Like we, we got to see him do it like that. Yeah. You hope. Um, but that, that it's true about the, the Browns. I, there isn't anybody that I look at the, on the, on the roster. Um, and, and I, I just think, you know, I, I suppose part of the rationale and I think that they're probably looking at is the, the money aspect and, and that's why they're probably looking at the, the draft because, you know, um, the, the Wilson contract, as we know, really kicks it up a gear next year. Um, and so you're really going to be having to to choose how to cut your cloth from, from then on. And that is, Jerry Judy's obviously coming to the end of cost control. So that might be one of the reasons why they're looking at this. The, the Patriots have been the other team that have kind of been mentioned in relation to, to Judy. Um, you know, I, to, to me, I suppose it's, it's kind of, um, it, it's interesting that remember, even though even, even last year, right, this time last year, the Russell Wilson trade has happened, right? Think about all, again, the talk of Denver's weapons. Oh, my goodness. The Broncos are the most loaded team um, in in the NFL, and they're going to go out and they're going to do this. And apparently, we've been shopping 
the top two receivers that, that we have and nobody really even wants to give up a, a, a first for them. That That's kind of telling, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty, um, pretty talented at least. Uh, not to, you know, put the pin on any potential move here, but hypothetically, Stuart, if we were to trade away Jerry Judy and get rid of Cortland Sutton, that leaves a massive hole in their offense. What do you do? Do you go after two wide receivers in the draft? Do you try and get in something free agency? Do you go, like people can laugh at me? I know the Broncos didn't turn up at his workout about a week and a half, two weeks ago. Do you go after Odell if he's there on the cheap? What do you do? Because you can't just get rid of two. I know we're going to run the ball more, but you're still letting go on two wide receivers. It's it's difficult. I don't think I don't think they're going to get rid of two of them, Michael. I think it'll kind of be either or, to be honest. Because I think if the value comes out, though, Stuart, if if the value is there, and by the way, column as well. The Browns have a first rounder in 2025. I thought for a minute they wouldn't have, but could go after that potentially if we're going to go mad. But I don't. I just don't. I don't. I to me, Michael, it doesn't make sense to get rid of two wide receivers because then you've now decimated um, another part of your team, um, which has already got several holes to fill still. Um, and there's no guarantee that the second rounder, because you're not getting a first rounder. If you're getting a first rounder, Jerry Judy would have happened already. You're not getting it, um, and clearly there's not much of a market for Cortland Sutton, so you're not going to get much there either. And then you're into a crapshoot as to whether or not you can get a replacement in the draft. I mean, I do, you know, it is interesting, and and Thielen would have been a player I would have liked us to have gotten, and I think that would have made our life a little easier, um, in regards to you know what you'd accept for say Cortland Sutton or even Jerry Judy, um, but he chose to go to the Panthers. I think it's a and it's something of an indictment of the way the Broncos have been sort of trending in the last couple of years that a player has no qualms about openly speaking about having been courted by the Broncos but choosing to go to the Panthers. Um, you know, it just goes to show just how much work we have still to do um, because, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, he would have expected the Broncos to have won that battle quite easily. Um, so no, like I, I, I wouldn't. Like, I, 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 I think you're kind of getting into diminishing returns the longer this goes on. Um, and if you've not gotten what you set out for, then you know it's not like you're going to have a disgruntled player on your hand because it sounds like Jerry Judy's kind of disgruntled pretty much since you know when he wakes up in the morning if his sort of social media <laughs> profiles or anything to go by. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, that to me, Michael is, is you know, as I said, we we've still got plenty of work to do on the roster, and, and to me, that's just smacks of making more sort of work for yourself, and you don't really need to. I do expect one of them to go, uh, but if it was, you know, I, I expect Court and Sutton to go for, you know, maybe a third rounder or something like that. I, I, I just. You know, having said that, now Judy will almost inevitably be traded um, once we finish recording. But I, I still maintain I think that's a bad move because I think he is finally. To me, you've kind of done all the hard work with Judy. You've gone through the sort of the growing pains, and now you're beginning to see a proper NFL, you know, upper echelon wide receiver beginning to emerge. I think Judy could go on and have an even better year next year. Um, I I just don't know why you would do that with another team, and never ever help the Patriots with anything. Do not help them. I mean, I know Brady's gone. I know it's. I mean, for sure that are, that that, that division the, now they're like they're like. Absolutely. Majorly so, the fourth yeah, team in that division. And let them stay down there. Let them return to the cellar next to hell that they <laughs> they 
resided in for so many years before Brady kind of came along. No, keep them down there. Good God, if we learn nothing, any of us, the whole NFL, dear God, don't give them any help. Jesus. Based on what you said there a second ago about uh, this podcast, yeah, we're going to try and get this podcast out, folks, before anything happens. So if anything does happen, we're sorry. And this will be put in the bio. It's going to go out in the next 30 minutes. I promise both of you lads. Uh, I'm not going to be on this podcast for the next two weeks um, because I am signing for the LA Chargers. I'm not. I thought that would get at least a snigger. I'm happy that I did. Um, I'm not. I'm, I'm waiting for weeks. That got, the, that got the same amount of laughs as... Uh... Is this, called, is, is, is this called like Michael's mid-season slump or, or what, it, what is this? I don't know. What's the... Tell us this, lads, right? It got the same reaction as Hackett's uh, uh, great <laughs> hair comment on Tulsich in London, Michael. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, the uh, Lads, if there was one thing, by the time we all talk again in like two or three weeks, if there was one thing you'd want this team to do, what is it? I want us to get rid of Courtland something and go after DeAndre Hopkins. One-year deal. Get it done. What were you call I, I think, I, I mean, it, it's a tricky one, right? Because I, in an ideal world, I, I wouldn't trade Judy. I, I think Judy is our, our top wide receiver. Um, but to me, if you were to have a first rounder is so valuable. And whether if you could get a first rounder, um, whether that's this year or next year, I would be willing to. Uh, I think having two first rounders next year gives you all sorts of um, ammunition if you have to go, go up um, but it, it it will be interesting to to see and, and maybe um, one one final point from, from me Michael is one of the interesting things I suppose last around last year is guys um, who played on the O-line for us right so Dalton Reisner played I think 50, he started 15 games or, or, or thereabouts um, I think Billy Turner started about Seven, seven or eight, right? Um, and um, Cam Fleming started pretty much the entire season. None of those guys, none of those guys have had um, any interest as yet, which which is telling um, of our, um, you know, uh, of our, our O-line play. Um, and I, I think George talked about this last week. The other thing that we need to do is we have to address the, we have to bring in. I know we 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 bring him back, uh, PJ Lock, and, and but we we probably have to look at the the safety position, whether that is in free agency or whether that's in the the draft. Um, but I think that is something that we do need to address. Stuart, is there anything you'd like to add to that, my amigo? Before we bounce, and I get this yeah, podcast out before Judy gets traded. I I I would echo what Colin said. I'd love us to to. Uh to address the safety position, but I, I think we've missed the boat um, in regards to the top ones that are out there. Um, I, I think, you know, I guess maybe something in regards to a running back, Michael, I know we signed P Ryan, but you know, he's a third, third down back. Let's be honest, goal line as well, I guess, but um, some of that might be tied in, 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 in uh, Javante Williams's health. So I, I, I don't know. I think, I think, before next week, I'd expect something happen. I think we will trade another wide receiver, and I think we will sign another player of significance. I'm not sure who it is. But I mean, Bobby Wagner's still out in the, on the market, you know, uh, and, and he bounced back last year, a good year last year. Um, um, but I, I can't really, you know, the, the second wave is is where we've shocked 
in recent years and and there is value there but there's there's you know there's rarely game changers so i think we we, we shopped in the first wave this year and i think we've done most of our work and you know we've got the draft to look forward to <laughs> you think selling a you think selling signing a free uh, a free or signing riley dixon to be the new punter was a hard sell nick wait we have to start talking about the draft in the week leading up to it here's the players to look out for in rounds five so yeah. Anyway, no, I I don't expect much to happen this the, in the next in the next one. Wait for the 2025 draft. It's gonna be great, isn't it? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens, <laughs> lads. Um, hopefully, I, I'm sure something will happen over the two. Here, look, I will try and jump on. Um, see the crack next week or the week after. Anyway, maybe from a socially distant, uh, or sorry, time distant California. But uh, look, lads, uh, looking forward to talking to you. Again. Looking forward, folks. Um, Colin, I believe we're on a new. RSS feed or have I got that completely wrong? It's the same RSS feed, but it's a different name. Yes, have I got that correct? Yes. Um, so obviously there were um, significant changes to uh, SB Nation, um, but kudos to uh, I, I guess all of the the crew uh, from a number of different kind of fan sites um, who have done a stellar job and kind of have come together um, and are keeping the uh, ship afloat. So. I imagine the the last number of months have been um, pretty difficult for those who've had to to steer the ship. So, um, you know, we salute them for for doing it, and and hopefully this offers kind of the stability that is, that is uh, needed. So, um, I, I imagine that there there'll probably be perhaps new new artwork and names and and whatnot over the the coming months now that kind of the the rss uh issue and the move over to uh new hosting site has uh taken place but we will be here uh the the three of us uh to to talk broncos uh throughout the off season absolutely and obviously a massive thanks to that whole team as well and a big thanks to you boys for keeping this ship going even with Riley Dixon and Jim, like, I mean, we have we have turned that into a podcast, lads. I'm so proud of you. For now, uh, Gourmet Augets, and I will chat to you boys soon. Don't miss me too much. Uh, go Broncos. Goodbye. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. Go Riley Dixon. Go Ireland as well. Yes, go Ireland. Good indeed, luck. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs>